What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Baseball Insiders. I am Adam Weiner. I'm doing a quick bonus show for you today with the winter meetings approaching. Robert Murray uh, having a tough one, a packed day. But don't worry. We went to our Discord, our all-star channel in the Discord, asked for your questions for Robert. He answered them for me. So I'm going to share his answers now, get some insight on what to expect heading into next week. And I'll answer a few questions in the chat because I see some already that are coming in that I can answer and that I know Robert's answers as well. So I'll do my best to help you out here. But most importantly, where you can get Robert today and for the next week and for the next three months is in the Discord. So perhaps no better time to sign up and become a member. Become a member of the YouTube channel. Join the Baseball Insiders Discord. Robert's going to be here on almost every stream, but sometimes, like today, Things pop up. He's an insider. I'm just a guy. So he was lucky enough to give me his insights today, but you'll get them as well if you join the Discord. Um, and if you join at the All-Star level, uh, which we just launched this week, you get early access to asking questions, priority in the chat, and a private call with us every month. So literally no better sales pitch than, hey, we couldn't track down Robert Murray today, but you know who could? The people in the Discord, they got him. They got his ear all the time. He can't get on air, but he's still in there answering your questions. And he answered some of them today for me on the show. So I'll start with those. Gave us great insight. Today's sponsor, of course, is Sleeper Daily Fantasy. The Baseball Insider is proud to partner with Sleeper Daily Fantasy to give new users a first deposit match up to $100. Make sure to use your code FANSIDED2. That's FANSIDED and the number two when signing up to receive your deposit match. Please remember to always game responsibly. Scan the QR code on the screen to see if you qualify. We will have Robert next week, of course, at the winter meetings for a big show. Although turn on your channel notifications to make sure that you're able to get a live noti when we're going on air. Because frankly, I don't even know when that's going to be because the winter meetings are crazy. Robert could be in the lobby sharing a wine with Jeff Passan. Robert could be you know up at 6 a.m ready to do a podcast we're trying to figure out when we can get him we will have him of course we promise you that but well we've got to figure out when um but when robert's not available we're going to have some other great guests going live on the channel uh local beat writers already in touch with a few we're going to try to really blow it up this winter meeting so make sure to turn your channel notifications on uh we'll get you content whenever we can so today's questions come from our all-stars in the chat first. Uh, we're going to take you through four questions that they answered. I'll take you through some of the questions in the comments. Uh, obviously, Burner asking, why do MLB nerds have so many followers? I can't answer that one. They blocked me. So good question, but couldn't tell you. Uh, we got some questions in the all-star section of the Discord chat. Again, that's priority questions. And we'll go one, two, three, four there. Uh, I thought they were great questions and Robert had great answers. Question number one. Uh, was about the Chicago White Sox. Uh, the question we got specifically was from Canyon Swartz, a longtime member of the Discord and a recent All-Star. Do you think the White Sox are just going to blow up and sell everyone? So I asked Robert for the state of the White Sox if he thinks they're still trending towards blow it up mode, which honestly blow it up kind of feels like, you know, going even beyond the names that we know, going all the way to Luis Robert, going all the way to Eloy Jimenez. Um, but this is specifically pertinent because we have people in the comments right now asking how close is a Dylan Cease trade. From what I've heard, 
from Robert and from other insiders, a little bit overblown that, you know, you have to check your watch today and see if Cease is going to the Braves or going elsewhere. Uh, here's Robert's response on whether the White Sox are going to blow it up. I don't think blow it up is accurate, but I think we see them trade Cease eventually. So I don't know how much they get for Jimenez because of his injury history and the other questions surrounding him. Luis Robert trade feels unlikely. With Cease, they'll get a haul for him. Star pitcher, two years under control. I think Baltimore makes a lot of sense here. And this comes right from Robert. But reports of an imminent trade there were exaggerated. That's not close, and I don't expect it to happen before the winter meetings. So take it from Robert. Uh, I don't either. But uh, Dylan Cease nearing, you know, of course, probably going to be traded this offseason. The White Sox would be smart to extract the best package they can. But reports of him being on the verge of a deal to the Braves feel a little overblown. Glass now, to me, now this is me talking, not Robert Murray. He's not using me as a ventriloquist dummy. I feel like he's closer to going. The Bruce Levine tweet with all the specifics today. The Cubs numbers, the payroll he'd have to shed, etc., it feels like the Cubs and Glass now are moving closer to a marriage or at least closer than Dylan Cease and any of the teams that are chasing him. So look forward to Cease at the winter meetings, but not today. Uh, question two came from another all-star in the Discord. Damien asked, who or what would be an under-the-radar move that hasn't really been talked about yet that Robert could see happening during the winter meetings? And this was also asked later in the chat. Robert's been hinting in that Discord about pitchers. You know, about potential pitchers being on the verge of maybe inking contracts. Uh, and this was his answer to that question. Under the radar moves that people aren't talking about that could occur at the winter meetings. I think it's the mid-tier starting pitcher market. Keep an eye on Sean Manaya, Frankie Montas, players like that. They're the ones to watch. And I would agree. There was a lot of smoke around Montas to the Yankees earlier in the offseason, sort of thinking like, hey, it's a fait accompli. Maybe they didn't extract the most value they could have out of him. I mean, they got no value out of him after trading for him at the 2022 deadline. And what do the Yankees do when they don't get the value they're looking for? They go out and re-sign that person. That's what they tried to do with Andrew Benintendi before the White Sox outbid them. I thought Montas would be a good Yankee, especially more likely Yankee than Luis Severino, who we saw go to the Mets yesterday. And, and good, uh, good luck to Steve Cohen, who opted to pay $13 million plus incentives for one year of Luis Severino, who was the self-described worst pitcher in baseball last year. That's what you do when you got money, I guess. But Manaya Montas and those, you know, pitchers of that ilk are going to start to go off the board quickly when the winter meetings get down. So that's the under-the-radar stuff to expect while everyone else is distracted by Juan Soto uh, and, and Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Shohei Otani, most importantly. We don't really know anything about Otani yet. Rumors this week that people were out. I think we're going to have to take that with a significant grain of salt. Uh, take the biggest grain of salt you have. Start chipping smaller grains off it because we don't know anything about Shohei Otani's extremely secretive market. Yamamoto going to be after the winter readings too, from what we know. And I've confirmed this with Robert. There, He's going to get finalists together. He's going to do meetings presumably on zoom potentially right after and make that decision after the winter meetings, which will be tough for those looking to set their budgets because everyone's in on Yamamoto, but that one's probably not going to get done at the winter meetings. Soto. The Yankees have everything that the Padres need for Juan Soto. So do the Cubs and Mariners. Jeff Passan basically said this last week said, you know, if they want upper level pitching, those three teams have it, but the Cubs and Mariners won't be as willing to give it up as the Yankees. People are just screaming about it. 
people are screaming about about the Yankees and Soto. Um, 30 plus million dollar commitment in his final year of ARB. If the Padres come to reality and realize that Jason Dominguez is not going to be a part of this deal, then a deal could easily get done at the winter meetings, but probably not sooner. Uh, another good point raised in our Discord, though. People uh, poop all over the Mookie Betts trade, but Alex Verdugo was a roughly equivalent prospect to Jason Dominguez at the time, though he did have a longer tail of big league tenure and some somewhat struggles at the big league level, plus some off the field concerns uh, at that point. So uh, his value was a little bit diminished to be the headliner of a package. Dominguez would be a bigger deal headliner of the package, even with the Tommy John surgery. Most agree he'll probably make a full recovery from that. So I don't blame the Padres for asking for Jason Dominguez, but I don't think it's very likely that that's going to ha- ultimately happen, especially because he doesn't really align with the Padres needs. Are they a win now team? They kind of have to be with Machado and Bogarts and then Tatis out there, but he's not a win-now player. He he won't be active until late July, early August, and he's only got a week of major league games under his belt. So you'd be better off with some big league ready starters. And I'm not just saying that because I happen to root for the New York Yankees. It's just it's just the Yankees, what the Yankees have in their farm aligns with what the Padres need. So I think both teams will probably come to that conclusion eventually. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O.co. Number three question asked to Robert from the all-star level from Rich, a new all-star and a new member of the Discord. Shout out to Rich, Padres fan asking good questions. What does Josh Hader's market look like? I know you're asking that because uh, your team's about to lose 700 plus innings of pitching. As Robert said on foul territory last week, at least half of MLB teams have checked in on Seth Lugo. Nick Martinez went to the Reds already yesterday. Emilio Pagan went to the Reds too, which try to do one eyebrow up. I can't do that. but. Uh, as Tim Robinson said, you sure about that? You sure about that's why Cincinnati rents? I don't know if I'd be guaranteeing that much money to Emiliano Pagan. But Josh Hader's market, according to Robert, is strong. Quote, I expect him to break Edwin Diaz's record. And that does not sound like the kind of contract the San Diego Padres are going to sign. There's a reason the comment section is chiming in on the Rangers being a favorite there. I, I haven't even heard another team speculated for Hader. We'll see, but the Rangers just feel like such a clear fit there and a team that could really use him. Uh, the Rangers somehow managed to get through an entire postseason and win the World Series with a smoke and mirrors bullpen last year. They don't have that luxury again, uh, and they absolutely uh, they're they're not going to enter they're not going to enter next year's postseason any less motivated to win just because they did it already. No team is going to take their foot off the gas pedal. They're going to try to repeat. Um, second, Caldera mentioning the Phillies as a speculated target. That's a good one too. Um, but it's going to eclipse that Edwin Diaz zone. Uh, it's, a, it's a question of whether we want to see two closers like that in the NL East. I love that move for the Phillies, though. 
almost as much as I hated the Kimbrel move. The fourth question we asked Robert, and it's probably a biggie because it does have to do with Soto and company. Also a question from Rich. What are the non-Soto deals that the Padres are exploring right now? Could we see guys like Jake Cronenworth, Hassan Kim, or Jackson Merrill even from the prospect pool move from their middle infield depth? I've seen Cronenworth attached to Soto in rumors. That will lessen the prospect pool they get for Soto, but that's also a possibility. Robert disagrees. He does not think that's a possibility. That's why we co-host this podcast. We usually agree, but often we don't, and he's plugged in, so he knows. Quote from Robert, I would be stunned if they move Merrill or Cronenworth. I could see teams being really interested in Kim. I know Boston was last year. Maybe it could lead to a big offer. Doubtful. Name to watch on the trade market per Robert is Trent Grisham. I would not be at all surprised that if they trade Soto, reinvest the money saved to turn it into three or four players to deepen their roster. We are clearly going closer to a consensus on the Soto trade, though, which Robert has fought for a while. You know, I think a lot of people have fought it, uh, but the reality is becoming too clear at this point that, man, if the Padres really do have this intention to get three major league ready starting pitchers this offseason, plus catching depth, plus bullpen depth to replace what they're losing. <sighs> there's really no easier way to do that than trading him to the Yankees for Clark Schmidt or Michael King and Chase Hampton, potentially Drew Thorpe, potentially Randy Vasquez. Like there's just so many upper level pitching prospects. The Yankees gutted their upper level pitching farm. Ken Waldachuk, JP Sears, Hayden Wesneski two deadlines ago at 2022, and they replenished it entirely in 2023. So I don't know. Yankees are really good at doing one thing and one thing only at this point in time, and it's developing top-tier starting pitching from fourth, fifth, sixth-round picks on down. Uh, so we'll see. Jason Parker wants Red Sox crumbs. He's a smart man. I would love if the Red Sox got only crumbs, personally. But if you want crumbs and more, Jason, you're in the Discord, I know. Robert is in the Discord. Robert did a service to feed me info today. Because uh, he's a great guy. Even if he can't make the show, he's giving me what I need to help get the keep the show running, give you guys at least a short update ahead of the winter meetings next week when oh so much is going to go down. A uh, couple other things right up top. Uh, I talked on Cease Trade and how close it is. We got Justin's question answered. Cub scoops. Look, Johnny, I just give you my personal opinion. I do feel like there's smoke and fire there on, on glass now. Um, so I'll reiterate that. And that's just coming from me. That's not coming from Robert. But you start to learn to read the tea leaves, especially on the local beat guys. Um, there are local beat guys you can trust who aren't going to mention a name unless something is happening behind the scenes. I use Jack Curry in New York with the Yankees and Andy Martino as examples. Jack Curry will often say something like, wonder if Andrew Benintendi could be fit for Yankees in outfield as they look to shore up lefty depth. And then like two hours later, they trade for Andrew Benintendi. He's saying this because he knows. He's saying this because he knows. And Bruce Levine is kind of one of those guys in Chicago. They don't want to say Yankees nearing trade, but they'll say it could be an interesting fit for Yankees. And it could be an interesting fix. They're already talking about it behind the scenes. So I, I would say I, I got my eye on glass now. And Ethan Fisher, a vaunted subscriber or OG member of the Discord, wants to learn about you know, what insight we can get in the Pirates hiring Sarah Gellis to join their front office. I can't give you insight specifically, but what I can tell you is that Eno Saris of The Athletic, who's someone who I trust almost explicitly, uh, top-tier level analyst, speculator, as well as somebody who had his own beer last year, his own IPA, so you know Eno's trustworthy. He put out a list of sort of the rising stars 
he, he wrote an article about, you know, the, the 12 potential future stars in management and coaching baseball names on the rise. He put it out today. And then he literally updated it today and said, well, there goes number one on the list. Sarah is headed to the Pirates to be an assistant GM, started her career with an internship there before rising through the ranks in Baltimore and Houston. She was number one on Eno's list as a future star. So guess what? She's pretty close to the top of my uninformed list, too. I use Eno as a source. And if he believes that, then so do I. Um, Jason Parker, you're 100% right. Peter Gammons likes to sit on the keyboard, but then still know more than most. He, he ranks as one of those guys who has specific names attached to his mysterious tweets. So you're always like, what's he talking about? Emmett Sheehan for James Paxton. You know, what Dodgers Red Sox trade is he talking about? But if he's throwing names out randomly for like, hey, could be. Hey, they talked about this. They probably did talk about that. Gammons is one of those guys for sure. Each fan base knows their guys. Hey, chime in in the comments if you have your guys. I would love to know more of your local guys. I want the best possible list of followers I possibly can get. I want the most thorough picture, local insiders, national guys, etc. Um, but that is today's show. There is so much more for you waiting in the discord. We thank Robert Murray as always for helping me out. I hope he is watching. I think he might be. He tweeted this uh, to get the word out. I appreciate it. Um, nobody does, but I'm getting personal Twitter followers right now. Um, shout out to you all. Uh, I hope you like what you see. I'm probably most going to get a tweet about North Carolina basketball uh, the New York Giants football and Tommy DeVito. If you like uh, Robert's team, the Philadelphia Eagles, you're not going to like my Twitter feed that much. Although I did marry into an Eagles family. My wife's mother, my mother-in-law got me a shirt in Eagles Kelly Green last year that said married into this with an Eagles logo. And I wore it underneath my normal shirt to watch the NFC Championship game with her. And I'm not sure I've ever confessed that to anybody before. So uh, not proud, but hopefully Robert's watching and he now knows um, it's a good shirt. It's a size too small, but I still wear it. Um, join the Discord. Become a member today. We got some folks in this uh, chat today. Turbo joined. Andrew Lee joined. Brandon R joined. New members, even just through me. If you're becoming a new member through me, uh, I appreciate it. I, I, I really appreciate all the love that you've all been showing in this podcast lately. Um, hopefully, you come for Robert. Stay for the show. That's our goal. Robert's got the info. I, I hope to keep it, the information flowing, keep it entertaining. Happy to bring you his scoops today. Of course, Robert is the man. Um, Josh W., longtime member of the Discord, um, says it's a good deal and it's worth it. I completely agree. I love the space that we're creating. I love the space we create in the comment section on this show. We're pr- planning to big you, bring you big things. Scott F. says worth it too. Jeremy Witt, I can't help but know that you got we got a fellow Heels fan in the room. Somehow managed to hang 100 on Tennessee and get everybody biscuits, get everybody Bojangles at home. I got a new puppy a month and a half ago. His name is Biscuit. Last night was his first ever Heels game watching the team get biscuits for the people in the arena. I held him up. I said, your first biscuit. That's how I spend my private life. That's what I do at home on my own time. But we're getting ready for the winter meetings. I'm trying to relax this week because next week's going to be crazy. I'm going to be on it. We're going to be on it all hours of the day. Robert's going to get boots on the ground. I'll be here holding it down. Hopefully we'll go live several times. We'll be able to give everybody information. There'll be some discord exclusives for sure. There'll be some all-star chat exclusives for sure. Um, pop by join at any tier. We got the 99 cent tier for new members, seven 99 for the all-star tier. Uh, we hope to, uh, if you can't get in, you want to be in, Comment on this video after it goes live, not in the chat, but make sure you comment on the video. Our producer, Joanne, who's helped me out today, who's helped us out so much, will be there getting everybody hooked up. 
So make sure to join if you haven't. Again, Sleeper Daily Fantasy Today's sponsor, promo code FANSIDED2, the number two, right on the screen. That's uh, two for Joel Berry, North Carolina point guard, legend, national champion. Scan the QR code to make sure you qualify. Get in on the offer. Um, great comment section again today. Again, I can't help but uh, uh, just be pumped up that so many people are out here supporting the show, even without Robert live on the show today. Uh, his influence uh, was was told. He is uh, He's our guy. He's the centerpiece of this show. I'm just trying to hold it down. Um, so shout out to everybody who joined us today. Please join us next week. We're going live plenty new member again, disapprove joined another member. I approve of you joining, um, great group starting to be formed, uh, next week, live plenty catch us at hopefully, I mean, look, I honestly don't know. It's three 30 Eastern most Mondays with Robert and I, but turn on your notifications, turn on that bell and we will answer the bell next week. Make sure you are the first informed to know when we're going live and what exactly we got in store for you until next week, winter meetings and after and January, February beyond we'll be here. We got some big things planned next year. So please join us for Robert Murray, whose influence was all over today's show His footprints all over this damn thing. I'm Adam Weiner. You can find me on Twitter. If you want to at Adam Weiner, some people already did shout out to you. I uh, hope you don't unfollow and we'll see you again right here at baseball executives biggest week so tune in next week at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more visit parker.com purpose Parker, engineering your success.